1: Praise the Lord, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the program. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas, and I'll be with you for the next hour. We'll be taking your calls, praying for your prayer requests, talking about the Bible. We'll be uh, just seeking God for all that he desires to do tonight. So let's pray. Would you help me pray? Would you pray with me? Would you pray for me? Let's get before the Lord right now. Father, we thank you. Well, God, I thank you. I praise you, Lord. You are awesome and mighty, and there is no one like you, and no one does the things that you do, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for all that you do. But most of all, Lord, we thank you for who you are, the love and the grace and the mercy that you show us. Lord, the blessings that you bestow upon us, the blessings, Lord, that are around us always, Lord. I just pray, Father, that you just take this next hour Reach out to every listener and just bless every listener who's listening. Lord, I pray that you would grant the needs and the requests of your people as we pray and come to you tonight in prayer. Lord, I thank you. Holy Spirit, you are welcome to take over, lead us and guide us in the direction you desire to go tonight, in the place that you desire us to be. The blessings that you bestow upon us will be gratefully acknowledged, praised, and you are worshiped. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, again, you're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. I'll be with you for this next hour. And we are here live in studio, ready to take your calls, ready to pray with you for the needs that you have, the needs that that you know others have. We stand in the gap here. We take the time to stand in the gap in prayer and seek God for what you need, for what your loved ones need. We just want to pray with you. We want that honor. We want that privilege of praying for your needs. So if there's a need in your life that you want God to touch, that you want God to change, that you want God to to, to manifest His power and glory, if you're sick, if you need healing, if you know somebody who's sick or needs healing, whatever is going on, I invite you to call in tonight, and we will pray because prayer is is the, you know, prayer isn't the last thing you do. Prayer isn't the the, the final, the the, the last thing that you try. No, prayer is our first assault on the things that are troubling us. Prayer is where we go first. Prayer, when there's something going on that needs change, that needs a, a miraculous touch of God, we go to prayer first. Yes, come to God in prayer. Look what the Bible tells us. It says, be anxious for nothing, but in all things. That means all things. It's simple. In all things, come to God in prayer and in supplication with thanksgiving and let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. There's no greater promise. God will hear your prayer and he will answer. But you need to call in. You need to lift that prayer. You need to take that step of faith. And it comes when you dial one eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. Yes, call in tonight. The number is eight 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 nine nine five 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 two for the live on the air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, you want to stand in the gap for a loved one, you want to stand in the gap for whoever you know is in need of a touch from God, call in tonight and let's pray together. The number is eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's eight 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 nine nine five fifty five fifty two for the live on air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, if there's something you want to bring if there's something you want to bring before the Lord tonight, whether it's a sickness, a disease, whether it's a, a marital problem, whether it's a prayer for your children, you know a lot of kids are going back to school Pretty soon, and you want to pray for your kids that are going back to school. In fact, in church to tomorrow, we're going to be anointing uh, the, 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 the children and the teenagers who are going back to school. Uh, so there's going to be prayer for the kids going back to school. If you want to pray for your children or grandchildren who are going back to school, I encourage you to pray that. We need prayer for our schools. We need prayer for, for, for the education of our children, for how our children are being taught and brought up. We need to take better care. We need to get more involved in our children's education in their childhood. We need to be good examples. Are you a good example? Are you a good example to your children of how a Christian should be living? If you need prayer again, or you know somebody who needs prayer, call in. The number is 888 995 We've got some prayer requests, and we're going to pray in just a, a minute or two. But I also want to remind you that you can call in tonight with your Bible questions. If there's a question on your mind tonight, you know, I asked the question last night uh, in, in the Bible study, uh, who was Melchizedek? You know, who was this man who came to, to greet Abram as, on his way back from the victory over the kings, the Macedonian kings, who took lot? So that was the question I posed. What what question do you have tonight? It's what's on your mind tonight? What Bible question, what theological, biblical question do you have that you'd like to get a better understanding on? You know, maybe there's something you heard in the sermon, or maybe something you read in the Bible, or maybe uh, somebody knocked on your door, a Jehovah Witness or a Mormon, and they, 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 they post questions to you that you weren't able to answer. Well, call in tonight. Whatever's on your mind, whatever topic you want to talk about, call in tonight, and we'll talk about it. You know, let, come let us reason together, the Bible says. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. Uh, yeah, I heard an interesting call this week on the Frank Sontag show. And this was an atheist who called in and was re- uh, explaining why he doesn't believe in God. Do you believe in God? Do you believe that there is a God? Or do you believe that that, that we're just here out of random chance? You know, I'd like to hear from you. The number is 888-995-5552. Call in with your prayer requests. Call in with your Bible questions, Bible topics, biblical topics, your questions on on, on theology, on the cults, the occult, whatever is on your mind. Let's talk. number is 888-995-5552. We want to pray for uh, Nina, who uh, is home from the hospital. Thank God she... Uh, She's recovering from a heart attack, but she's doing and she's doing well, thank God. So we want to thank God for Nina's healing. We also want to pray for baby Heather, uh, that everything would go well and that her kidneys would start working completely perfectly. We also want to pray for Karen and for Mimi. We want to pray for Nancy and Lonnie. Nancy started chemotherapy today, so we want to pray healing from cancer. We want to pray for Richard and all those who are... Seeking uh, a place to live house hunters i 'll call them, but uh, Richard needs prayer, we want to pray for all those who are looking for houses and places to stay. We also want to pray for many, and what he 's going through right now the, 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 the we want to pray for healing from cancer. We also pray for Archie and Nikki Bimbo and their families and their sister, their uh, uh passed away this week and went home to be with the Lord, and we want to pray for the comfort and peace upon them. They'll be uh, uh, showing uh, at The Undertaker on Monday, so we'll be with them on Monday night for the memorial service there. Uh, we want to pray for everything to go well and for the peace and comfort of God to be upon them and the family. We also want to pray for Jeremiah and his mom, for Fernando and for Tony. So, Mugodad, we come before you, Mugodad, and though we might be overwhelmed, Godell, in situations and circumstances, though we might be overcome, Mugodad, in grief or in difficulties with sickness or disease, you are not, God. You are not overcome. You are not overwhelmed. You have the answer to every prayer. You have the answer to every situation, every circumstance. And we pray for each and every one, God. Whether it be a healing of cancer, or a healing from heart disease, or a healing from kidney problems. Lord, whether it be a, a marriage, a spiritual need, Whatever it is, Lord, that needs to be healed, we pray for healing. Father, we pray, I pray for, for, for each and every one, that your blessing, that your grace, that your mercy would be upon each and every one in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. We've got some calls uh, waiting to come on the air, so we'll get to the calls in just a second. I want to remind you that we get together every Friday night for prayer and worship, for the study of God's Word. So I invite you to come out and worship with us. Come out and be with us for, for, for Bible study. It's a great time. We had a great time last night in the Word, talking about Abram and we were in the Genesis, the 14th the chapter, talking about Abram and Melchizedek and what was going on there. And it, it was just an awesome time. And I, I invite you to come and share that time with us. We'll be getting together this Friday uh, at 8 p.m. So if you're in the Pasadena or Arcadia area, even if you're not in the area and you've got to drive a little bit, we've had people come from all over Southern California, as far as Caste people have driven in from from Orange County and from Korea. It's just been amazing. So we're asking you to come out and visit. Come out and be with us. Come out and worship with us. Uh, The address is 805 North 1st Avenue. That's 805 North 1st Avenue. We're there every Friday night at 8 p.m. So if you can, come out and visit. Come out and be with us. Come out and worship and study God's Word. We're in the book of Genesis, and we're having a great time uh, studying the book of Genesis. So again, we'd love for you to come out and visit, come out and be with us for worship and for prayer and just getting in in, in the presence of God uh, through worship and in his word. Again, it's 805 North First Avenue in the city of Arcadia, Friday nights at 8 p.m. And then Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. with Pastor Walter Hoffman at the same address. If you're looking for a church to, to visit or make your home on Sunday mornings, we invite you to come out. Same address, 805 North 1st Avenue, in the city of Arcadia. Uh, Please let the pastor know that you heard about him uh, from the radio station here, from KKLA and the Gypsy Christian Hour. Well, we're going to... Oh, one more thing. If you don't have plans for Saturday, August the 24th, here's something to do. We're going to be getting together with uh, Frank Sontag at the Kingdom Men's Gathering at Cottonwood Church. On August the 24th, if you haven't gotten a ticket yet, we invite all the men to come out and uh, go to KKLA or uh, K- KMG Kingdom Men's Gathering and get your tickets for the Kingdom Men's Gathering with Frank's, Frank Sontag, Bayless Conley, and many other speakers, including Victor Marks. Uh, so go to kkla.com, and you'll see uh, the, uh, the, uh, the link to get tickets for the Kingdom Men's Gathering August 24th. cottonwood church it'll be a great time we're gonna go to our phone lines and we're gonna take our first call again if you need to call in for prayer we'd love to pray with you for your needs for your loved one needs whatever you need in prayer if you have a question about the bible a question about christianity call in the numbers 888-995-5552 that's 888-995-5552 let's go to our first call and talk to mike Hi, Mike, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we be of help tonight?
2: Hi, Sam. I just want to thank you for your prayers that you've given to me in the past few weeks. Everything's looking pretty good now. And uh, I, I live with my mother, so, um, you know, I love her company. I'm glad she's still alive to spend time with me. So maybe just give another prayer that thanks for what I've had to share time with her
1: again this week. Well, Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for Mike. I thank you for his mom Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for the relationship that they have. And I thank you, Lord, for the time that they've spent together. And I pray for many, many more days and years that they would be able to spend together in fellowship, in your love and in your grace and in your mercy and your strength, Lord. So I pray for for Mike and his mom especially, Lord, that you just bless them abundantly, Lord. Father, that you would use them in their relationship for your kingdom. I thank you and I praise you, Lord for all the goodness and all the blessing that you've bestowed upon them, Father. And we continue to pray in prayer and in supplication and thanksgiving, Lord, for all that you're doing in their life. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, Sam. God bless you, Mike.
2: All right, same to you.
1: Good night. Let's go back to the phone lines and let's talk to Rick. Hi, Rick, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help tonight?
0: hello no, guys um I'm in a really dark place right now i'm in a really dark place um what's going on Ray? I always try and do the good i try and do the right thing um the place where i've been living at uh the place where i've been living at
1: mhm so how can we pray for you what?
0: i'm sorry about, sorry about that um i've been, the place i've been living at uh originally it was supposed to have been a house that my ex girlfriend and I were were um, were buying together, and when we broke up, you know, six years ago, mm-hmm. she basically said um, it's no longer yours because I wasn't on the title or anything. You know, it was a verbal agreement that we had on it, and uh, we broke up. And at that point, I could have been a very bad person, and not and not a bad person, but I took compassion on her and I understood what she was, what it would have caused for her if I would have moved out at the time, because she was going to law school. And I could have at that, I could have at that point,
2: um, moved out
0: and it would have caused a lot of problems for her.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: It would have caused a lot of problems for her because uh, she probably would have gotten the house foreclosed on. Um, you know, it would have messed up with her, with her law school, with, with a lot of, with a lot of things. So, so how can
1: we pray for the situation?
0: She just. She got married. She got divorced after basically a little bit over a year, and she just gave me no, you know, a 60-day notice. If I'm getting a big, that she's going to that she needs the property because she's going to sell it. Right. And it's thrown me into it's thrown me into a, a maelstrom right now. Of I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, in terms of like I take care of my mother.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, in terms of trying to find a new place, much less packing up all of my mother's things and uh i i mean i'm i'm you know i'm not questioning i'm not questioning my faith i'm not questioning my faith but i i'm I'm in a really bad bad area of bad place where just i'm getting bad thoughts and and I feel desperate
1: well you know i uh, i was i was, I you was just you know during the, the opening of the program Rick I was talking about how sometimes we get overwhelmed. And we get overcome by situations. But God is not overcome, and God is not overwhelmed. God knows exactly what you need, and he's prepared the, the plan for your life. And uh, I'm just getting right now that this is more of an opportunity than an obstacle. God is getting you out of one place to put you somewhere else, somewhere where he is going to bless you. So
0: and, and I understand that, but I mean my cre- I mean right now I, I've been looking I get uh, it. I used to have a good jobs. Mm-hmm. I've been uh I've been uh you know doing Uber for the last, you know, couple of years, trying to get my career back on track. Uh you know, I've mm-hmm. had interviews and somehow or another I haven't landed a job and I'm just uh Well these are
1: I'm, all things these I'm, are all things we're gonna put in prayer right now, Nick. Rick. So father we come before yeah, you I Lord. Did. We come before you Lord neither overwhelmed or overcome, neither hopeless nor helpless, Lord, because we have a God who is able to do abundantly, exceedingly beyond what we need. And Lord, we just bring Rick's needs before you right now. Father, I I, I bring before you the situation with his job, with his career, Lord. And I pray, Lord, that you would provide the employment, that you would provide the place, Lord, for him not to just work and have a job, but to have a career, Lord, where he could thrive and where he can be useful and where he could be productive, Lord. And where he would be a shining example, Lord, of, of, of who a Christian is and how a Christian lives and how a Christian conducts himself in the workplace. So, Father, I just pray for an abundant blessing upon Rick and his career. And I pray, Lord, that you would take this situation, Lord, the situation of of, of life, the situation of 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 living somewhere, Lord, and I pray, Lord, that you would, Lord, that if it's possible for them to stay where they're at, that you would, that you would bless them in that way, Lord. Or if you're taking them to a new place, Lord, I pray that you provide the means, and I pray that you would provide the 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 place, the house, the apartment, Lord, that you would just abundantly bless, Lord, uh, uh, that you would that you would expand their territory, expand their, their 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 blessings, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that you would bless and provide and do all that's needed in Rick's life and for his mom. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would instill in them, Lord, trust and hope and faith, supernatural faith, Lord, that moves mountains in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God bless you, Rick.
0: Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. It's just that, you know, I, I get bad thoughts, you know. Because of you know what I'm going through and the desperation that comes in, and you know, well, again,
1: I'm going to remind you I've of the friends. opening of, of the opening of the program when I read Philippians, and I, I pray that you would re- read this and that you would memorize Philippians four, six. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts, your minds, in Christ Jesus. And it goes on to say, Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things, the things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me practice these things, and what's going to happen? The God of peace will be with you. And if God is with us, Rick, no one can be against us. If God is for us, who can come against us? When there's no situation, there's no circumstance that can come against you or defeat you. God will be victorious in you, through you, and for you when you search for him, when you seek him with all your heart. The Bible says, he will be found of you. And that's that's a promise Amen. from God. Okay, Rick.
0: Amen. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it.
1: God bless you, my brother. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to Sandy. Hi, Sandy. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help tonight?
3: Hi, Sammy. Um, I remember that a couple of days later when I um, talked to you on the phone about the conjunctivitis that I had. Uh huh. Well, a couple of days later, when I went to the um, my primary doctor and she looked in my eyes and she said that all the redness was all gone and all the conjunctivitis. Oh, was gone.
1: praise so the Lord! Crazy. Praise the Lord! I'm so glad to hear that. That is awesome. All glory and honor to God. we thank you, Lord, for your healing, Sandy. Thank you, Lord.
3: Yeah, and she. Uh, the only thing she said was that I uh, had to put fake. Um, tears in my eyes to try to keep them from drying out a lot. So right. I'm trying to do that. And I got an authorization to go see that ophthalmologist to get another opinion on my eyes, so I'll be working on that soon.
1: Well, praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. I thank God that uh, that you're doing well, and seems things seem to be going in the right direction. So, Father, I just pray your continued blessing upon Sandy and her eyes, Lord, I pray, Lord, for a complete and total healing, Lord. We we see it happening, Lord. We and you know, I think of the man, Lord, that you healed his eyes, and you asked him, "What do you see?" I see, I, I start to see men uh, like trees, and then you prayed, you you healed him again, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that you would be, bestow the same healing power upon Sandy, Lord, that every time she goes to the doctor, there would be more and more and more improvement, Lord, and that we would know, and that they would know. That it's all you, and I thank you in Jesus' name, Amen.
3: Could I also have another prayer? Um, sure. I'm going to be going to a Christian conference for the blind in about a week, and I would like prayer for the trip to go well, the airplane, you know, trip, and all that to go well.
1: Well, Father, we we pray for traveling mercies, Lord, Lord, that Your angels would follow Sandy, that Your angels would go before Sandy, Lord, and that You would provide all that's needed. the the, the trip, Lord, the the staying, that everything would be well and everything would be safe, that you would take her safely, that you would bless her time there, and that you would bring her home safely, Lord. We pray, Lord, all of this in Jesus' name. Amen.
3: Thanks so much.
1: Well, God bless you, Sandy. Good hearing from you. God bless. All
3: right. Bye-bye.
1: And if you'd like to call in tonight, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer and you want to pray for them, I encourage you, don't wait. You know, we, we're, we're 24 minutes into the program already, almost halfway through the program. We want to pray with you. We want to pray for you. So call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on air calls. If you need prayer or if you know somebody who needs prayer, we want to lift them up before the Lord. We want to come before the Lord on your behalf. And on your loved ones behalf. So the number is 888 995 5552 Also, if you have a Bible question or something you want to ask about the, the cults, the occult, uh, any type of biblical, theological question, doctrine, whatever's on your mind tonight, call on call, call in and we will look for the answer to your question. The number is 888 995 5552 That's 888 995-5552 for the live on the air calls for your prayer requests, Bible questions, testimonies, praise reports whatever's on your mind tonight call in 888- 995-5552 let's go back to the phone lines and let's talk to Rose hi Rose, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour how can we help tonight? Hi,
3: uh, hi, I'm just calling to see how your
1: grandson is doing oh thank you for, for asking my grandson is doing very well uh, he's, oh, good. Yep, he's taking, good yep, taking his meds, keeping his calcium, and his vitamin D up there. And thankfully there's been no more problems since then, but, uh, he's, did, he's, he he's doing well. He for that? What's that?
3: Did, have, did they give him medicine?
1: Yeah, they they, 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 he's, he's taking, uh, calcium and he's taking vitamin D. So he's doing well.
3: Oh, that's very good. That's why I just was thinking about him. Thank you. And my prayers for him.
1: Thank you so much, Rose. We appreciate that.
3: Okay. God bless.
1: God bless, Rose. Thank you.
3: Right.
1: And again, if you'd like to call in, the number is 888-995-5552. Let's go right to the phone lines and talk to Mario. Hi, Mario. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour.
2: Hello, brother.
1: Hey, how you doing, man?
2: Uh, so far, so good. Um, I, I just want to say thank you for all that you guys do. Um, I have years listening to you guys, and this is my very first, first time um, calling in.
1: Well, it's great to talk um, to you.
2: Thank you. Um, the reason is um, my, my my oldest son is going off to um, seventh grade, and he feels afraid and um, kind of distant, mm-hmm. but he has autistic characteristics, so on his behalf, I understand him. I try to persuade him and see, make him feel confident and, and outgoing. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I let him know that Christ is, is the way and, and the faith that he's given us is our weapon against Amen. anything in this world. Amen. And, and I thank God that ever since, you know, my kids in small, you know, I introduced them to his ways. And they're really humble. They listen a lot, and uh, and they like to listen to um, Bible Bible studies, Bible stories, and I thank God for that. And I know that just as He has guided me and has withhold me in in His hands, He will do the same for my children. So I just want to pray your I want to pray your brother um, for him, and for the rest of my family to. Overcome any any obstacle in this world, and, and and to feel feel persuaded from the Holy Spirit, and and never feel fear or or guilt of anything, and leave everything in His hands because He has the power.
1: He is our Creator, and He is our all. Amen. Mario, what's your son's name? Mario Junior. Mario Junior, and he's going into the seventh grade. Well, Father, we come before yes, You, sir. Lord. We come before You for Mario and Mario Jr. Lord we pray Lord that you would prepare the way for Mario Jr as he goes to school Lord as he enters into middle school Lord as he goes to the 7th grade Lord it's different it's a lot different from elementary school it's a lot different Lord going into middle school and preparing for high school but Lord you're preparing Mario Jr for 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 his education and for his career and whatever, Lord, you have prepared for him, it'll it will be a blessing and it will be it will be it'll be better than what he can expect, Lord. Father, I just pray, Lord, for for success, for prosperity. Lord, I pray that he would prosper and be in health, Lord, as he goes to the school and his, as he is is learning, Lord, and his, his education continues, Lord. I pray that he would learn and that he would excel in all of his in all these areas, Lord, in in, in, in in math and geometry and history and whatever courses he's taking, Lord, I pray that he would excel. But Father, I also pray for his spiritual well being. Lord, that you would protect him, that you would guide him and that you would lead him, that you would fill him with the Holy Spirit, Lord, with boldness, Lord, of, of his faith. That is established in you. That is founded in your love and your grace and your mercy, and Lord, I pray for for Mario Senior, Lord, that he would be a dad that is involved in his son's education, involved in his son's school, and Father, that he would be a dad who prays for him and take and and, and and is part of his life every day, Lord, Father, I just pray, Lord, that you would bless this family totally, Lord, in in their education, in their spiritual life, Lord, in their in their health physical life i just pray lord for your blessing in jesus name amen thank you brother god bless you mario well praise the lord if you'd like to call in tonight if you need prayer if you know somebody needs prayer whatever's going on in your life whatever's going on in your situation in your circumstance or if you have a bible question call in tonight the number is 888-995-5552 that's 888 888- Nine nine five fifty five fifty two 995 5552 for the live, on-the-air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, uh, if you have a Bible question, a question about doctrine, theology, the cults, the occult, world religions, whatever's on your mind, let's call, let's talk. Numbers is 888-995-5552. Well, I want to get into Genesis, the 14th chapter tonight. You know, we talked about this last night in the Bible study. But I think it's worth going over. I really do. Uh, you know, there, in the thirteenth chapter, uh, there, there there came a dispute between uh, Abram, Abram's servants, and Lot's servants. These were two men. Uh, Abram is the elder, and uh, he's 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 Lot's uncle, and they're very wealthy. They're wealthy in, 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 in their herds and their animals and sheep and whatever. And things came up between their herdsmen about grazing and about areas of taking care of the flocks. So Abram says to, to Lot, you know, let's not have a dispute. You know, you go to the, if you go to the left, I'll go to the right. If you go to the right, I'll go to the left. Let there not be a, a, a trouble between us or between our servants. So Lot looks around and he chooses the choicest area. He sees the grazing land towards Sodom and Gomorrah and he chooses that area. Well, he chooses, and the Bible doesn't say that he sought the Lord or that he prayed. He just makes his choice. So Lot and his family now are living in or near Sodom and Gomorrah and he's about to truly regret his choice. But before we do that, we've got another phone call. Let's talk to Gail. Hi, Gail. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour.
3: Hi. Hi.
1: Hi. How, how can we pray for you tonight?
3: Well, you know what? I have a brother who has early dementia, and um, I really would like to pray for the restoration of his mind. And in addition to asking God to give me a larger place that so I could bring him home with
1: me.
3: Ugh, it hurts so bad.
1: What's his name? Leslie. Leslie. Yes. Well, Father, we come before you. Lord, we stand in that gap for Leslie, Lord. Father, we pray that, that, that you would heal him from dementia, Lord. It's a terrible disease, Lord, that steals so much. And I pray, Lord, that you would restore his mind that you would restore his memories, that you would restore his thoughts, that you would restore his thinking. Father, I just pray, Lord, for a total and complete healing from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet. And I pray, Lord, for for Gail, Father, that you would just expand her territory, that she would have a place, Lord. Lord, that there would be enough room to bring him home. Father, I pray, Lord, that you would that you just bless Gail abundantly, Lord, that she would be able to help and take care of Leslie, Lord, and that your, that your blessing would be upon them both, Lord, for healing and for prosperity and for your will to be done, for your will to be accomplished. In Jesus' name we pray. In Jesus' name Thank me. you, Amen. Lord. Amen. Thank
2: you, Lord. Thank you,
1: Lord. Well, God bless you, Gail. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you me. for calling. God bless.
2: God bless you.
1: And as you pray this week, I pray that you would pray for Leslie and pray for those with dementia, with with, with Alzheimer's. I just pray that you would remember that the Lord would would, would prompt you to pray for Gail and pray for Leslie, pray for their situation. Amen. Well, we're talking about Lot. Lot made his choice, and he pitched his tent a little bit too close to Sodom and Gomorrah. He even could be living. It says, you know, we'll find out later on. That he was actually living in Sodom and Gomorrah. He was there. And it says at that time uh, that something happened. It says, And it came about in the days of Amraphel, king of Shinar, Arioch, king of Elisar, Chedor Lamir, king of Elam, and Tidal, king of Goim. You know, these, these, these there were these kings, these allies. These guys who worked together, uh, these were Mesopotamian kings, uh, kings of Persia or what we now what we know as modern day Iran, that area of the world. So it was in the the Iran Iraq area, uh, Persia, ancient Persia. They came out to conquer the entire area of Israel, the northern part of Israel, Sodom and Gomorrah. And they made war with Bera, king of Sodom, and with Bersha, king of Gomorrah. You know, we think of Sodom and Gomorrah as one city, but it wasn't one city. There were two cities. There was the city of Sodom, and there was the city of Gomorrah, but they were very close to each other. So there were these two kings, Bera and Bersha. And then there was Shinab, king of Admah, and Shemaber, king of Zobium, and the king of Bela, that is Zor, all these came as allies to the valley of Sidom, that is the Salt Sea. So these two sets of kings, kings, Mesopotamian kings, and also the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah and their allies, they went to war against each other. And they went to war against each other in the area of the Dead Sea. And for 12 years, it says... These kings, the Sodom, kings of Sodom and Gomorrah, uh, they served these Persian kings. But in the 13th year, they rebelled. And it says in the 14th year, these kings that were with him, they came out and defeated Rephaim and Ashtaro, Karanam and the Zuzum in Ham and in Emon and in Sheva. And, I, and I'm, I know I'm mispronouncing all these all these kings and all these names, but you get the idea. So they came and they they, they conquered all this area. And then they turned back and they came to En-Mispat, that is Kadesh. And they conquered all the country of the Amalekites. Now this is where it gets more familiar. The Amalekites, the Amorites who lived in Hazazon, Tamar, and the king of Sodom, and the king of Gomorrah, and the king of Adma, and the king of Zebulun, and the king of Bela, they all came out, and they arrayed for battle against them in the valley of Siddam, against shedor king of Elam, and Tidal, king of Goim, and Amraphel, king of Shinar, and king of Elisar. All four kings came against the five. Now the valley of Siddam was full of tar pits, and the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah fled, and they fell into them. But those who survived fled to the hill country. Then they took all the goods of Sodom and Gomorrah and all their food, and they departed. They also took Lot, Abram's nephew, and his possessions, and they departed, for he was living in Sodom. Lot was living in sodom you know lot was somewhere he shouldn't have been and you know i think lot today represents a lot of christians who are living a little bit too close to the world you know lot was a believer i think i'm pretty sure lot was a believer i mean he grew up in abram's house he must have seen and known he must have seen and known the god of abram Abram lived for the Lord. Abram built altars. Abram prayed. Abram followed God. God spoke to him and told him, leave your father's house and get out of there and move to a place where I'm, where I'm going to give you the land. And Abram moved. And Lot was there. Lot witnessed Abram's life. So I know I believe that, Ab- that Lot knew the Lord. He was a believer. But yet he was somewhere where he shouldn't have been. And this is what's happening today with a lot of Christians. We're living in the world, but we're not supposed to be of the world. Too many Christians are living in and are of the world and are living in, in, in the world culture, in the world system, and doing the things of the world. Lot wasn't supposed to be in Sodom. Lot wasn't supposed to be living in Sodom. Lot wasn't supposed to be involved in Sodom. And we, we're, we're getting too close to the world. We're becoming too much a part of the world and this is what happened with lot lot was where he wasn't supposed to be and he got caught up in the world's business and he got caught up and he got taken away and he was going to be a slave to these kings he was taken it says it says that they they rampaged uh, the, the, ransacked Sodom and Gomorrah they took all their food supply and they left they took whatever was there and they took and they took lot and they took his possessions and they were gone they were leaving these kings who served uh these other kings they, they 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 served them for 12 years but eventually they turned they tired of it and they rebelled so the other kings came and made war and took them took all that they had these kings fell into tar pits and were defeated there was nothing they could do they were they were ravaged by these other kings these other kings defeated them and Lot was there Lot shouldn't been shouldn't have been involved with Sodom and Gomorrah. He should have been where God told him to be, you know, with Abram. You know, Abram told him, Let's depart from each other. Let's let, let's split up a little bit. Give ourselves some room. But Lot overdid it and went and lived where he shouldn't have been. So Lot got himself in a lot of trouble. It says they took everything all the goods including the people the men the women the children and Lot and his family so now Abram hears about what happened it says a fugitive came and told Abram the Hebrew and and just take for 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 you know just for your notation this is the first time we see the word hebrew in the bible this is the first time anyone is referred to as a hebrew abram is the first person that's described as a Hebrew. He is the father of the Hebrew nation. He is the first Hebrew. And from him comes the 12 tribes of Israel, through Isaac and then uh, Jacob. So Abram was the first Hebrew. Now he was living by the oaks of Mamre, the Amorite, the brother of Eshcol, and brother of now these were allies with Abram. So these were friends and allies of Abram. When Abram heard that his relative had been taken captive, he let out his trained men born in his house, 318, and went in pursuit as far as Dan. He divided his forces against them by night, and he and his servants defeated them and pursued them as far as Hobah, which is north of Damascus. You know, the, 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 Abram finds out that his relative, that, that his nephew, Lot, has been taken by these by these kings, and he sets out to go take back what was taken. And I believe, as Christians, we need to rise up. As Christians, we need to rise up and take back what the enemy has stolen. You know, the enemy has stolen so much from Christians, The enemy has stolen so much from the church. It's 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 stolen. He he has stolen so much, and we need to rise up in righteousness and in holiness and a desire to pursue God and a desire to live for God and a desire to follow and obey God. We need to rise up and take back what the enemy has stolen. What has the enemy stolen from you? What has the enemy taken from you? We need to rise up as the people of God, as the children of God, and be overwhelmingly conquerors. You know, Abram went out with 318 men. And it's interesting, it says, there were men that he, tra- born in his house, is an interesting phrase. It says, he let out his trained men, born in his house, 318. This is, you know, it, it seems to mean that Abram, could trust these men because they were with him since birth. He knows them. He raised them. He trained them up. And we need trained men to lead God's people, to lead God's house. We need men that that are born in God's house, that have been raised up in the house of God, in the ways of God, in the word of God. You know, it's so, it's so easy just to, to throw on a necktie, get behind a pulpit, because you know a few scriptures. Well, there are a lot of men behind pulpits that are not called. And I'm not judging, and I'm not calling out who they are. But God knows who he called. God knows who he's raised up. And there are a lot of men that God has not raised up that are taking, place, that are taking positions that they shouldn't be taking. My question is, who has God called? Who has God raised up? Who has God prepared? Who has God trained? You know, it's not about your ability, and it's not about your your likability. It's not about your qualities. It's not about if you're qualified. God doesn't call the qualified. God qualifies the called. It doesn't matter who you are or what you're able to do or how well you preach. It's about whether or not God has called you to preach has God called you to teach his word has God raised you up well abram took men with him that he could trust abram took men that he knew, that he knew were called because they were trained they were born in his house and we need to see men who are trained born in the born in God's house to lead God's people abram led these men And these men were conquerors. You know, there were only 318 of them. And they went up against at least five kings in their armies. And Abram defeated them. It says that he pursued them. It says uh, he went in pursuit as far as Dan. He divided his forces against them by night. He and his servants, and they defeated them and pursued them as far as... I mean, they were conquered. These guys conquered the conquerors. And it says he brought back all the goods and also brought back his relative Lot with his possessions and also the women and the people. It worked. You know, when when you're called, you're going to see the fruit. When you're called, When you're called by God, God is going to do the work. God is going to do abundantly and exceedingly beyond what you think. God is going to bless and bear fruit. Because he's going to call, and he's going to qualify, and he's going to bless. It worked because they fought and they defeated their enemy and got everything. They got everything back, including Lot. Including Lot and all his possessions, including the women, the children, everybody. They didn't leave anything there. They got it all back. Whatever was stolen, they got back. And then something amazing happens. It says, then after his return from the defeat of Shader Lamor and the kings who were with him, it says the king of Sodom went out. Now, the king of Sodom must have got out of the tar pit because it says he fell into the tar pit. It says the king of Sodom went out to meet him in the valley of Sheveh. That is the king's valley. Now, this is somewhere near what we now know as Jerusalem because it says in the 18th verse, and Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought out bread and wine. Now he was a priest of God Most High. He brought out bread and he brought out wine. And this sounds kind of familiar to a Christian. Bread and wine. What is it that we do on Sundays with bread and wine? We take the elements of communion, which are bread and wine, which represent the body of Christ and the blood of Jesus Christ, and I believe that this is the first time we see the new covenant that Jesus gave his disciples. This is the same. This is the first time we see a, a kind of a, a, an allusion to the new covenant. Melchizedek brings out bread and wine to Abram, and you know, in the coming chapters. Of Genesis, we see that God makes a covenant with Abram. That God says he's going to his, 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 his descendants are going to be as numerous as the stars, as, as much as the sand on the seas. That the, the whole world is going to be blessed through him. Why? Because he's going to bring forth Jesus through his lineage. Abram, or Abraham will be the father of a great nation. And that nation will be Israel. And from Israel will come the 12 tribes. And from those 12 tribes will come Judah. And from Judah will come Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. And I believe that Melchizedek is a type of Christ, or he's a, a Christophany, a, 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 a time when Jesus came down to this earth before his birth. So it could be either. It could be that Melchizedek is a type of Christ. Why? Why? Because he was a priest. And not only was he a priest, but he was a true priest. He was a priest that worshipped the God Most High. Even before Moses, even before uh, 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 the law, even before the Ten Commandments, there were those who worshipped the true God. Abram was one. Melchizedek was another. He served the Most High God. He was the king of Salem. Salem is the name... Of the city that we now know as Jerusalem, Salem, or the word sh- is where we get the word Shalom. Shalom means peace. Jeru means city. Jerusalem means city of peace. Melchizedek was the king, or the prince of peace. This was a t- at least. This was a type of Christ. Melchizedek was a type of Christ, if not Christ himself. Look what it says in Hebrews, the seventh chapter. It says, For this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the Most High God, who met Abraham as he was returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him, to whom also Abraham appointed a tent. Abraham tied to Melchizedek. Abraham tied to Melchizedek this is the first time we see tithing even before the law of Moses even before the time that uh, the, uh, the tithing was instituted Abraham tied to Melchizedek you don't you don't tie to just anybody he tied for a reason and we'll talk about that in just a second so he tied to Melchizedek of all the spoils this was first of all by the translation of his name, King of Righteousness. So Melchizedek was also the King of Righteousness, and then also King of Salem, which is the King of Peace. Without father, without mother, without genealogy, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but made like the Son of God, he remains a priest perpetually. There is no record of his father and mother. There is no record of his birth or his death. He is a priest perpetually. He is a priest forever. Jesus is forever. You know, in in Hebrews we see that Jesus Christ is the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. He never changes. Melchizedek is a type of Christ. At, At the least we could say he's a type of Christ. Notice he brought bread and wine. A reference to communion a reference to a new covenant that Jesus would bring. And all this was before the law. It shows the superiority of Jesus' covenant, of Jesus' love and forgiveness and grace to anything. Jesus is superior to the law. Jesus' covenant is superior, is greater than any other covenant. You know, he blessed Abram. And he said, blessed be Abram. Of God Most High, possessor of heaven and earth, and blessed be God Most High who has delivered your enemies into your hands and gave him, and he gave him a tenth of all. Abram brings tithes to Melchizedek. Why? Because he's grateful. He's grateful to God for the victory over the kings. So we see again. We see the, the first time we see tithes, but Abram didn't pay a tithe. Abram gave his tithes. He wasn't required to tithe. He gave his tithes out of gratitude. And we should give our tithes. As we come to church and we bring our tithes, we bring our tithes in gratitude, in gratefulness. Now, we're not paying a bill. Don't go to church and give your 10% or give your offering as 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 payment. No, we give out of our desire to see God's work continue. And we give out of gratitude for what he's already given us. And here's, a, here's, a, here's, a, here's another important point about Genesis, the 14th chapter. It says, The king of Sodom said to Abram, Give the people to me and take the goods for yourself. Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have sworn to the Lord God, most high, possessor of heaven and earth, that I will not take a thread or a sandal thong or anything that is yours. For fear you would say, I have made Abram rich. I will take nothing, except what the young men have eaten, and the share of the men who went with me. Let them take their share. He told the king of Sodom, "I'm going to have nothing to do with you. You have no part in this victory. You have no part. You. This was a pagan. We all know about Sodom and Gomorrah and what they were. What that what that city was famous for. They were not believers. They were not followers. They were pagans. They were idol worshippers. And he said, you're not going to have any part of this blessing. You're not, a, you're, you're, you're not a part of this story. And I'm not going to let you say that you had any part of it. I'm not going to let you say that you were part of this victory. We're not a part of the world. We're not, a part, we're not to be a part of the world. We are to be members of God's kingdom. We are to give God glory and honor and praise and not to be of the world. My friend, don't, be, don't, don't make the mistake Lot made and pitch your tent too close to the world. We're to be in the world, not of the world. We're to be separate from the world, a, a peculiar nation. God has called us to be. Well, let's pray for... Uh, I can't see this. Safna will wake up on time tomorrow for church and that he'll be able to fulfill his duties. I pray, Lord. For this person i can't pronounce their name lord but i pray lord that their desire for your will in their life would be accomplished father i just thank you and i praise you lord in jesus name sally daryl eddie elizabeth please hold on i'll get to your calls right after we sign off we're out of time for this edition of the gypsy christian hour i'm so glad you could join us i pray that you'd be blessed this week and that you'll join us for friday and sunday we'll be around we'll be here God willing, we'll be here next Saturday. I hope you'll come back and join us. God bless you and good night.